The views and opinions expressed on Unlock Your Wealth Radio are those of the host, guests, and callers only and are not necessarily the views of Unlock Your Wealth Radio, Heather Wagonalls, or Success Publishing International. More willpower than a barefoot woman at a shoe sale. Able to stretch a single paycheck for an entire month. Makes money concepts easier than third grade math. Introducing your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonall. Work all day, stress all night. Take your mind off your money and focus on your life. Money don't matter for the stuff it bought. It's the way you think, not what you've got, yeah. Unlock Your Wealth Radio starts now. Get your money mind right here. Welcome to Unlock Your Wealth Radio. I am she, your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagon Halls, and I am flanked by the maestro of moolah, Michael Terry. Hey, folks. And we are going to help you get your money mind right on today's show with the following great features. So first off, Miguel, the key. Uh, dreams with deadlines, yeah. number three. That's our third key in the Keys to Riches. Hopefully you tuned in to this week's show on Monday on our Unlock Your Wealth Live on Facebook. We have a fabulous Moolah Word of the Day that is a uh, compound form of last week's Word of the Day, which is pretty exciting because it's the one that gets confused. So I'd like to delineate that to eliminate the confusion. I would, I would love to know the difference, yes. Yes, and considering what's gone on in the market, Today, we have an awesome guest that we're going to chit chat about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. So, Lonnie Powell will be joining us on today's show, too. So, we got quite a bit going on. But uh, anyway, um, for those of you who are just joining us, uh, uh, we have our sponsor, audible.com, has a free audiobook for just being a listener here at Unlock Your Wealth Radio. Visit audibletrial.com forward slash unlock your wealth to claim your free book from over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So, what can we do with this week's key, Miguel? Dreams with deadlines. This is our exciting key. This oh, is yeah. where yeah. we anything that we desire can be possible. We just have to use our skills and our smart goal planning, plus our uh, plan backwards techniques, and I'll reduce it to the re- ridiculous techniques to be able to get us where we need to go to create a sensible plan and achievable plan for personal, professional, financial success. And so we talk about that on this week's Key on Monday show. But if you would like to take the expanded version of the uh, key, the Dreams with Deadlines key, you may want to take my Quantum Goal Achievement strategy course. And we have our new boot camp starting up right here at the end of the month. All you have to do is visit unlockyourwealth.com forward slash courses, or just click on the button to see the list of courses that we have. I'm also offering a free workshop to do a 2018 plan for professional success. You know, by, uh, by this time of the month, 74% of people have already quit their new year's resolutions. So if you made a new year's resolution, didn't have a support strategy in place, you will leave this free workshop at um, unlockyourwealth.com forward slash 2018 plan. You will leave with an actionable strategy in one hour for you to create the financial freedom you truly desire. And it's free. Can't beat that. Unlockyourwealth.com forward slash 2018 plan. That's all you have to do. 
And if you tune into Monday's show, you'll get the full key in its entirety and the uh, key statement, key affirmation, and key action item for this week's key, Dreams with Deadlines. How about our moolah word of the day, shall we? Uh, So last week, our moolah word of the day was capitalism. So this week's moolah word of the day from InvestorWords.com is crony capitalism. Crony capitalism is a situation in which a supposedly free market process, such as a competitive bid for government construction contracts, is influenced by factors such as personal relationships or bribes. So crony capitalism is considered contrary to the spirit of a free market since contracts may be rewarded for reasons other than lower prices or superior quality. So how do you know if it's crony capitalism? Well, do you see large campaign contributions and then people being awarded contracts? You know, that's one thing. I mean, that, um, as you know, as we look back into the annals of Clinton history, we see that uh, the Lincoln bedroom was sold several times. We look at their charitable foundation now under investigation. And so you kind of go, hmm. Could this be modeling the definition of crony capitalism? I mean, it happens in our simple daily lives. You, you know, you in the music business, I, I use a guy to play guitar parts because he's my friend, not necessarily because he's the best guitar player. You know, I mean, is that, right? That's a great example. You know, you That's know. a great example of everyday lives. You know, where do you go regularly that you utilize a service because it's familiar, not because it's the best or the cheapest? Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, so we are influenced by that all the time. It's just part of how we are and what we do. And and as a sales professional, that's part of what you want. You create relationships with complementary industry partners so you be able to set up referrals. Keep, but Keep it simple. Right. But there's a difference between that and pay to play, which is more yeah. of the crony capitalist kind of uh, definition, you know, is, okay, are we crossing the lines? You know, for example, in real estate, if there is a commission paid, you know, a lot of people like to talk about kickbacks. Kickbacks are illegal in most every profession, but in real estate, if you receive compensation for referring somebody, you have to disclose that up front. The client needs to know, and they also need to know whether or not this controlled business relationship is something that they have to do, or if they can elect to choose another provider. That's why you need to know about cronyism and, and that's why you have to watch out for it because all capitalism is not cronyism right. and, and cronyism is not capitalism if you're not winning the bid on the merits of your product or pricing right. so that's what we have to pay attention to so that's it for our moolah word of the day so let's talk so it's been an exciting week yeah. when it comes to cryptocurrencies and ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. I know and I've always wanted to talk to somebody on air because I, I last night I had um, a conversation at the supper table with an attorney who was in the securities market and this person just generally attorneys are always looking at risks and mitigating risks and this particular attorney I was having supper with was not convinced that Bitcoin is BLM because she was fixated on the full faith of the U.S. government backing a currency. But I'm like, what about the full faith of the Argentinian government or the Zimbabwean government? You know, what about their full faith and backing? Because Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies have saved people. For example, in Argentina, you you can't have a black market with American U.S. dollars. They'll be confiscated from you and you'll go to jail. Hmm. 
You know, people are dying of malnutrition there all the time. Yeah. And and so they have to be able to transact, providing value, receiving value, exchanging value, my highest, best value for your highest, the best value for whatever it is. So, you know, I mean, and that's right out of Hank Reardon's speech in Atlas Shrugged, trading my best efforts for the best efforts of others. And you can't do that if you can't have a currency um, that you can create a value on. But we have an incredible guest today joining us. Um, he's a financial advisor and a Bitcoin hobbyist. So Lonnie Powell is the founder and CEO of Alliance Retirement Solutions. And he has quickly risen to become one of the top financial minds in the investment and retirement industry. Due to his expertise, Lonnie has been featured on many local and national news outlets for providing sound financial and retirement advice. Working in both the financial and insurance industries for over 10 years, he's helped over 1,500 families reach their financial goals of living a safe and comfortable retirement. And now we're going to have a cool little side conversation about one of the most exciting things in the market today, and that's cryptocurrencies. Lonnie, welcome to Unlock Your Wealth Radio. I am thrilled you are here to talk with us today about cryptocurrency. Heather, thanks so much for having me. So I want you to know, this is my virgin voyage with a guest about Bitcoin here at Unlock Your Wealth Radio. And I probably should have had this conversation a long time ago, but we've had some interesting <laughs> happenings in the market this week. So I thought you are the perfect person being the Bitcoin hobbyist you are. Yeah, well, it is crazy. I mean, I, you know, you have to monitor it every moment, it seems like, to keep up with the just the wackiness that's happened in the market with this stuff. So... It's interesting. So for those who are not familiar, I mean, you know, we hear on the news about Bitcoin. And again, there's been a lot of activity this week, but but it is not the only cryptocurrency. What is cryptocurrency? Yeah, cryptocurrency in general is really just a digital currency. Um, to give you a very simple explanation, um, you know, we compare this to uh, uh, starting a, a bank account at the bank. And um, we, I have a lot of folks that will mention that, you know, they're, they're not it doesn't have any value. It's invisible. There's nothing there. Um, and and it really, 93% of our current U.S. currency is digital. Uh, you know, we're not, if we have $10,000 in the bank, we're not actually walking around with that wallet, you know, with that cash in our wallet, in our back pocket. So, you know, the majority of the U.S. currency is digital. And, and so this is a kind of a natural transition that's happening where we, we have a, a currency that is decentralized called Bitcoin um, or other cryptocurrencies in general. And uh, they're just not they're, they're not tracked to a central authority like the Fed with the U.S. dollar. Right. And, and I think that that's actually one of the benefits. I have an interesting take on it when I have Bitcoin conversations with folks. So when people talk about how does it work and, and we, you hear about mining coins and all of that stuff. <laughs> yeah. So it all revolves around the blockchain. What is the blockchain? Yeah, so that's a great question. And um, I will say this, Heather, you could spend a couple months studying this thing, blockchain technology in general, and still not have a full 100% grasp on it. But in general, the best way I describe it is um, it's a it's a decentralized ledger. Um, so the best way to think about this is, uh, you know, in old times, and we look, we, these wet, old Western movies, they had the, the board in the middle of town where you know, you'd, you'd have announcements. And so you have this central board. Uh, imagine that everybody's walking up to this board and make placing new data on it, and everybody has access to it, and everybody's looking at it. So blockchain technology in general is just a way to store data 
where we're all looking at the same thing. It's all real time and it's a, it is becoming more of a secure way to store data where in theory, it can't be changed or hacked once it's stored on that blockchain. So if you think about the internet in general, it's not, the internet is not, the entire internet is not sitting on one computer or one server uh, at Google or Amazon or any of these places. It's the combination of all of our computers and servers. And so in theory, that's kind of what blockchain is as well, except it's identical copy on all of our computers and servers. And we, we all have to agree it's correct. And, and that's why they say, well, it can't be hacked and et cetera. So although there has been some bugs in the system traditionally. Well, but that's, you know, with anything, I think you have to work it out to perfect it. But now this blockchain technology has really... Uh, started to increase in its efficacy and it's being applied to more things. For example, people are now transferring real estate and you can do contracts with yeah. Bitcoin, which I think is great because, you know, here in Arizona, like we are the kings of mortgage fraud and real estate fraud. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Michael, my producer, is shaking his head going, oh, that's awesome. But, you know, you know, I, since I'm a native here, I remember the SNL loan scandal from way back in the day. And so when this other yeah. real estate bubble came up, I was just like, apparently we didn't learn. Yeah. We already did this once. And so, <laughs> so I like, you know, from, you know, here, I think with, with the blockchain, you cannot sell a real estate, a piece of real estate 10 times anymore. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and blockchain is used to be, to well, it's being used to be developed, uh, what's called uh, D-apps D or decentralized apps, basically, uh, and smart contracts and a lot of different things where it's a contract that kind of enforces itself in a lot of different ways. Um, and again, you know, the, the theory behind it is once that data is stored on the blockchain, uh, it, it can't be changed. And so businesses uh, are actually using this and it will, they're developing a lot of different applications to this to uh, help uh, expedite some of the administrative tasks that they have and, and has traditionally been somewhat cumbersome and, and done by individuals, individual people. Um, so they're, you know, they're applying this to, to cut administrative costs and, and as a way to fight fraud. Mm -hmm. As you mentioned, it, the real estate industry. This is this is a great example of that. So, yeah. So you are listening to Lonnie Powell on Unlock Your Wealth Radio. This segment of Unlock Your Wealth Radio is sponsored in part by KeepMyID.org, the only service that actually prevents identity theft. Put your credit on lockdown with their special offer for Unlock Your Wealth Radio listeners at unlockyourwealthradio.com forward slash KeepMyID. Click on the link to start protecting your financial future right now. So, Lonnie, what does this, you know, um, what does this mean for, I was having this conversation last night at dinner, what does this mean for banks? Why are banks running scared and why are they saying nasty things about Bitcoin? Well, they can't regulate it. Uh, <laughs> that's why and I think that's a fabulous thing. <laughs> but I'm kind the of this little quiet anarcho-capitalist here, so. <laughs> right. Yeah, and governments are reacting the same way. Banks and governments, and they're, they they can't regulate it. In some cases, some of these cryptocurrencies are anonymous. Um, Bitcoin has used to be called anonymous. We've kind of found it's not 100% uh, 
uh, anonymous, but you can take different um, um, well, you can take different procedures to to make it more anonymous. But you know, the fact of the matter is, is that you know they can't control it and they can't regulate it, and so um, you know, it's uh, banks actually, and this is wild because nine out of the top fifteen banks in the entire world have been investing millions and billions into a cryptocurrency called Ripple, um, which is kind of the, it it takes away the purpose of cryptocurrencies uh, because the theory behind it is that it's decentralized, although Ripple has a centralized server. Um, And so the banks are trying to push their version so they can regulate it, so they can monitor it. It's not anonymous. But that creates the ability Um, to be hacked. I'm sorry. When you have a centralized server, you can be hacked. Exactly. When it lives yeah. on everybody's computer, you can't be hacked because if my computer got hacked, it's still on yours and the guy next door and the guy down the block, it's still on his computer too. Yeah, it kind of negates some of the 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 pros that you would have about cryptocurrencies and and so, you know, but they're dumping a lot of, it's well funded, you know. So there's a lot of uh it has a lot of momentum because it is well funded and uh you know, We'll see. Um, I, I, I don't believe, uh, you know, on, on a personal front, and you, you may have a question about this, and I apologize if I'm jumping the gun. Uh, on a personal front, I do believe cryptocurrencies are the future 100%. Um, I believe that there's still some kinks to be worked out, uh, you know, but, but Bitcoin itself, I don't believe is as scalable as many people believe. And, you know, the sheer fact that it takes 10 minutes. Uh, to process a transaction. And you or I, you know, we're not going to grab our coffee at Starbucks or, you know, coffee shop and, and wait 10 minutes in between the point where you swipe your card. But, uh, you know, there are other versions that are a little faster. And Ethereum is another one that, you know, there is a bigger name out there. But um, That's the th- one that these I've are the kind of the bugs that, I, that I, is going like to be worked Ethereum. out before really becomes a scalable thing. My, so, Michael has a question. I have a question. Worldwide, at least. Um, Listening to you smart guys talk, <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't know about great. that. It's, it's great, but there's there's one question that me, like the average consumer, always has with these things, and it's like, give me a give me an anecdote, give me an application where this is where one would use this, because I buy stuff on the internet all the time, and I've never seen the opportunity or the option to use Bitcoin. Oh, some websites are starting to incorporate it. I'm working on it right now to get it on my website to be able to take Bitcoin. What are your thoughts, Lonnie? Well, you know, there have been some major websites uh, in the past. I think Amazon at one point had a Bitcoin option. They've done this, but, you know, a lot of these websites are hesitant right now because of the sheer volatility. (laughs) The price of Bitcoin is just all over the place. And so it's 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 not as stable as say the US dollar in terms of the, the value of it. So, you know, the bigger groups are hesitant to jump on board uh until we kind of see a lot more stability there in terms of keeping the value a lot more consistent than it is right now. But, you know, one day you, you may buy an on? item for one Bitcoin and then the next day, you know, it costs 10 Bitcoins or or the next day it costs you know, one one hundredth of a Bitcoin. So you know, it, it's it's impossible to uh, to really become a standard without without a lot more stability involved. Well, but but w- wouldn't you agree though that 
because uh, it's a finite resource. I'm, I'm sorry, Heather, you went out there. So because wouldn't you agree that because it's a finite resource that ultimately, whether you're spending a tenth of a Bitcoin now or two Bitcoins to buy something, ultimately, it will always go up in value. Well, I mean, here's the deal. That's the theory. And that's assuming that um, it becomes a lot more stable and a lot more companies jump on board. I mean, you know, the, the fact of the matter is the U.S. dollar holds no value. Uh, there's no gold standard there. We only it only holds value because you and I both agree it does. Okay? Right, the full faith and, and, backed by the government, but whatever that means. Look at Argentina with 1,800 percent inflation. Yeah. Or you know, I mean, I am a Zimbabwean billionaire. Okay, because right. I have I have billion and trillion dollar notes. I'm actually a trillionaire, but I didn't want everybody to come knock on my door for money. But but in Zimbabwe, I'm a trillionaire, you know. So I mean, so so this was the discussion I was having last night. So what if it's backed by the full faith of the government? Their word is meaningless now. Absolutely, governments collapse. I agree. listen. I agree with you one hundred percent, and you're preaching the choir somewhat. I mean, we use the U.S. dollar as kind of the standard that we measure. I mean, most of the world actually uses that as the standard in which they measure their own currency against. Mm -hmm. But that's simply because I guess the 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 in theory the strength of our government and the stability of our political system. Um, you know, however, governments rise and fall. And over time, you know, and I'm probably going to get a lot of flack for this, but over time, there needs to be one world currency. I mean, in theory, th this is, you know, the, the uh, you know, when you talk about currency trading and stuff like that, I mean, it's just, it gets a little complex. But, you, you know, it would simplify, we're, we're talking about a world uh, uh, economy here. And so it would simplify a lot of the transactions and a lot of the costs associated with those transactions. There's but, millions but, of dollars we pay in fees every day. But, because but that's of because our of banks. Systems. That's why banks don't like this is because they can't dip their finger in the pot. They can't regulate it and they can't figure out a way to skim because that's what they're doing. When, when we put our money in a bank, we're paying mm -hmm. them to hold our money. So we pay a fee, whether it's a monthly amount or a transaction fee, if you go to an ATM or, or the 3% charge when you use the card, when you go to a retailer, whatever it is, you know, they get, and it doesn't matter which way the money is going, whether it's coming in or going out, they're getting you. And they can't do that with a decentralized form of currency. And that's what I think is its power. So, yeah, I heard a. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I was. Uh, I heard a funny statistic that every time you swipe your Visa or Mastercard, you you on average go through eight middlemen, eight middlemen wow. from the. I mean, which is and, and 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 people say, well, it's free. Well, let's be real, okay? It, it's uh, not free. Just because it's they're charging not you anything. per transaction, right? That <laughs> cup of coffee that you just bought costs two cents more, five cents more, a dollar more because of those those exchange fees that you're paying every time you swipe that card. So, Oh, as a know, business owner, I was getting that. If you used a rewards card to buy something at my store, yeah, maybe mm -hmm. that person's getting cash back, but I was getting a double whack if it was a rewards visa versus a regular visa. Yeah, yeah. So it, somebody's it, we, paying for it. It's not free. Right. It's all marketing. We, we see this marketing stuff, and we, we, we have this weird theories in our head that we're getting something for free, and that's not the case at all. We're paying a lot more to use these services. And, and sometimes people will pay for convenience, you know? Um, however, the theory behind Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies is that, you know, it's a, it's a low cost transaction. Um, now we've created these Bitcoin exchanges and other things, which, 
incur fees that are very high. So we've kind of twisted the system here. Um, but once and, there's and, more exchanges in the marketplace, you know, the market will settle out and those fees will come down because right now there's a lot of risk, as you said, with the volatility, the exchanges are absorbing all the risks. So there's got to be a reward for that greater risk. Yeah. Yeah. As things, as this becomes more common knowledge and I believe it or not, I like what's happening right now because the sheer volatility is getting people aware of what a cryptocurrency is, what Bitcoin is, and it's getting, it's spreading that knowledge. And the more we understand it and the more we accept it, it'll become more stabilized. So even though it's wacky right now, you know, it's all over the news, every media source, everything. And so we're, we're, we're learning about it. You know, mm-hmm. it's becoming more common knowledge. We're accepting it more. So it, it's, it, it's a great thing. And you had a funny story uh, about the, uh, fighting somebody off that was trying to give you Bitcoin, but I, I, I'd, love, I'd love to hear that. But I also want to mention here that there, there were several no, noteworthy transactions that kind of happened at the beginning of Bitcoin. And the, one of the more well-known ones is this gentleman in Florida. He's a, he's a programmer named Laszlo. We won't go into all the details, but it, he, he paid 10,000 Bitcoin uh, for two pizzas. Which, and this was this was back. Well, this was basically back in 2010, May of 2010. Now, at the height of the pricing of Bitcoin back in December, it was about 20 grand per Bitcoin. So, right. if you were one of those fortunate ones at the beginning to to buy 20 or 25 dollars worth of Bitcoin, you're basically sitting on 200 million dollars at this point. Uh, and that's a, you know seven and a half years ago, which is just crazy, you know. Oh, it's uh, insane. I mean, my friend bought the first car with Bitcoin. He paid two Bitcoin. That's his license plate, two BC, is because he paid two Bitcoin for a car. You know, and the car at the time, Bitcoin was like about a thousand bucks a unit. Yeah, that's so, awesome. so, so yeah, he paid two grand for this car, and uh, so it was two Bitcoin is what, what he put on his license plate. You know, but but I you know I, I was hit on by this guy, and he's like, hey, you want some Bitcoin? And I was kind of like, yeah, no, I don't need another app on my phone. I'm a, <laughs> a digital security expert. I'm like, I don't I don't really need that. And he was gonna give me like ten Bitcoin, and that's when it was nothing. You know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I could be a cajillionaire right now. <laughs> I blew that one up. I should have just flirted with him a little bit longer and took the Bitcoin. <laughs> I definitely wasn't thinking about that back then. And I was like, no. And this, he gave some to this other girl. He started working on this other girl. Like, Stupid girl. But now I'm, in retrospect, I'm like, she's really smart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, if hindsight was, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. Oh, yeah, you and yeah. I both have regrets in that. And I think everybody has a few regrets by not getting involved early, but... You know, just in the past, like it was referring to, in, in the height of December, it was worth about 22, or was it 20,000? And then it comes down. And now I think I was looking at today's numbers, it's around 11,000 and change. So, I mean, you know, gosh, a month and a half, you're losing 50% of your value. Uh, you That's know, okay. So, what do we know when the market goes down? It's time to go shopping. <laughs> the people who buy. couldn't get in at 20 grand now can get in. <laughs> That's right. Well, as a financial professional, you know, I always say buy low, sell high. That's the goal of anything right. and everything uh, in terms of you know, entrepreneurship. But behavior works. <laughs> and that's right. what we talk about on my show is that we know to buy low and sell high, but we don't do what we know. We do what we've done in the past and we wait to make sure it's okay. And then, you know, <laughs> we're like, oh, it's going up. I better hurry up and get in, you know, and, <laughs> and the market halves itself, right? Like 30 seconds after you complete your trade. You're like, yeah. oh, I knew I shouldn't have bought this. And they're like, no, double down, buy more. 
Isn't it funny? And I believe this is the study of behavioral finance I'm referring to, but isn't it funny how people, uh, uh, just being human beings, how we do the things that we do with money, it's just crazy. And, and all the time we step over dollars to pick up pennies in, in, in so many different yes. ways. And we, we panic with the market and we, we, we sell, out, sell out of everything as it's down. And then we really do lose money in that case. And so it's kind of a it's a funny thing we do as human beings, but, but I, mean, I guess look that's at, why. Look at the past. Look at what happened with the market crash. If people just would have sat still, the market picked itself back up in two weeks. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it was just so retarded. I mean, I knew people that like lost their fortunes and had to go back to work. And I'm like, but you didn't lose anything if you didn't sell. Why would you right. sell? The 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 rule is buy low, sell high, yep. not buy high, sell low. What were you thinking? Not the opposite. And well, and that. honestly, it, it's kind of wild because I think that's one of the few reasons that folks like myself have a job as a you know financial <laughs> advisor is just be more of a psychologist and say no, don't be an idiot right now. Um, you know, and I probably shouldn't have said that because I. <laughs> Folks that I really like make mistakes in the past too, but but you know right. we're more like patting you on the head and holding your hand, saying just calm down, you know you're you're okay, and and just don't do anything silly, uh, you know, and that's. <laughs> Probably the only reason I have a job, to be honest, is you know, <laughs> therapist. There you go. Overpaid therapist. Is well. under or underpaid. Degree. Underpaid depends on which, which way you look at it. There. It's been so great having a conversation with you. Tell me if folks want to learn more about your style of investing and who want to have a casual conversation about Bitcoin with you. How can they find you, Lonnie? Sure. Well, uh, you know, we have local offices here. Um, you know, you can, the best way to reach me is, is email, uh, Lonnie spelled L O N N Y, not with an I E, but L O N N Y at allianceretirement.net. Well, thank you so much for being a part of today's show, Lonnie. And for those of you who are driving around without a pencil, never fear. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is here where you can visit Lonnie's show page, get his email address, and so much more. For the maestro of moolah, Michael Terry, I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Now go out and unlock your wealth today. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is produced by Heather Wagonhalls and the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com and its affiliates are copyrighted 2018 with all rights reserved. For more information on the Keys to Riches Financial Wellness Series, please visit our website at www.unlockyourwealth.com.